space. What endless mystery. Look at it. Wow. Who do dare uncover its secrets? The brave crew of the starship Cavalier do dare to scout the heavens, to see some moons, to take a dangerous galaxy trip. This is the true story of them that voyage among, oh, these, those stars of space. Tonight's episode is... Brothers and Sisters, starring Taylor Moore as Legs Loveless, Christopher Hastings as Threadcount 900, Branson Reese as Billy Onassis, and Joe Lepore as Everything and Everyone Else. Log. Space date 238.Zed. A quiet week here on the bridge for once. We're completing a much needed patching and defragmentation of the Cavalier's computer core. Should any of the crew ask for a metaphor to better understand what we are doing to the ship's systems, I have decided I shall compare it to giving a bath to a big dog. Complete tranquility is fleeting, however, because our fearless pilot, Legs Loveless, is taking an opportunity to invite crew members he'd like to impress onto the bridge for personal pilot's tours. We open on the bridge of the Cavalier. Besides a few tech ensigns running updates at a few stations, there isn't too much going on. Thread count 900 monitors systems from the captain's chair. But then the starboard elevator doors open, revealing Legs Loveless and a guest. And this is where, I guess you could say, the magic happens. Although, to be frank, I don't believe in all that hokum, claptrap, uh, you know, superstitious stuff. But man of science, I suppose. Welcome to the bridge of the CSS Cavalier. Well, not bad. I gotta say, thank you so much, Legs Loveless, for bringing me, Billy Onassis, to the ship's bridge. After all, I am, and he looks directly at the camera, the ship's agent. But you might be wondering, how does the ship's agent function? I'd be happy to tell you. Picture this. A tiny little ship, the CSS Cavalier, set adrift in the infinite black void of outer space. I like to call it the final frontier, trademark. <laughs> now, it used to be captained by one of the best captains of the book, my old friend, Captain Cal Sisters. Think a young Paul Newman or an old Robert Redford. Right in the middle, that's him, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. One man together at last, and his name was Captain Cal Sisters. But unfortunately, he's died, and I mean gone kaput, baby. He's dead. He would be in the ground, but we're in outer space. But here's the thing. When the cat's away, the mice will play. And by the mice, I mean the adept and adroit crew of the CSS Cavalier. But who's got the cheese for those mice? Well, that's where I come in. I'm the ship's agent. And my job, essentially, is getting the cheese for these people to have all sorts of crazy, wacky space adventures. And now here I am on the bridge of the ship. Legs, I love what I'm seeing. <laughs> and I'm sure that our viewers are loving what they're seeing. Me, Legs Loveless. <laughs> He's got hair like a genetically engineered golden retriever, made to look like an Earth woman in the 20th century. <laughs> He's cut his uniform into a cool sleeveless vest, open to the navel, and between those pecs swings a mysterious amulet. <laughs> Who's to say what it is? The mystery of what that amulet is or says, uh, it's probably a loss of time. <laughs> Legs has got better stuff to do, like being the hotshot palate of this, Billy. The CSS Cavalier. Yeah, so the ship's, you know, taking a break for a few minutes while we update all our firmware and software and stuff. Apparently people have been plugging in some, uh, you know, unsecure hard drives and iLocks and USB uh, Z-sticks. And so, yeah, we got to do a big security update. But, hey, that means it's all quiet on the 
captain's front. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's very good. And hey, look, I understand. When you're up, you're up. And when you're down, baby, I don't want to know you. But luckily, Legs, I'm thinking things are looking up for you right now, even though you are Mr. 10 years SAG eligible. Hey, I think it's about time for you to step up into the major leagues. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm just a ship's pilot. I don't know if I, if I got a. I don't know if I can get into the business or anything like that. But hey, let me, no, let me, I don't know. I don't let, let me, let me show you around. Uh, here's, uh, well, let's see. We got the science station over there. Threat counts. I think he's in standby mode. Uh, he's doing some updates over there. And this is where I work. This is the pilot seat. Take a look at this. Oh, excuse me. Let me move some of these things out of the way. And we can see that legs has. <laughs> These have never been there before. In no other episode have you ever seen these. But on the pilot's like big touch screen, like Microsoft uh -huh. Surface Desk, there are like a bunch of framed photographs standing there. Oh, I don't. How did these even get here? You know, the memories are really coming back to me with these old pictures. Look at this. Look at this. I did a little bit of theater uh, before I was uh, in the vanguard, and oh, here I am. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah. I, wait, I, I'm a bit of an actor myself. Where'd you walk the boards? <laughs> Just, I mean, no, no, no big deal. Just uh, dabble here and there, some regional theater. Uh, you know, the director at the uh, Vanguard Preparatory School didn't see eye to eye with me. He was really kind of an in-the-box kind of guy. I'm a little outside, so I would put on my own shows. And, and I kind of classed. I get it. Here's to the wild ones. Now, look, Legs, I'm no Robin Hood, but I got to shoot you straight here. I can tell you're putting on a bit of a show for me now. And I gotta tell you, Legs, you don't gotta do that. I just wanna see the real Legs, the real unfiltered Legs Loveless, the guy you've always been. I gotta be honest with you, we're down one leading man and we need a new captain of the ship. Maybe not literally the captain, I'm not in any position to make any of those hirings or firings. I'm just a big picture guy and I'm thinking this big picture needs a guy right in the center. Think Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining, but happy. <laughs> Wait, you're casting for the ship's new captain? Well, I'm just casting for the ship's new leading man. Okay, I get it. Well, here's a picture of me when I played the stage manager <laughs> in a production of Othello. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Wow, that's a joke I saw coming from a mile away, but still, you think somehow what I thought you'd say. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about, Legs. I know the script, but I don't know the choices you're going to make within it. That's exciting stuff. And here I am in, uh, oh, look, this is me, and it's a picture of uh, Lex. <laughs> and he's wearing, like, a, a cook's apron, and he's wearing a big fake mustache by Bread Alone. Do you know that by play? By Bread Alone. Can't say I do. Yeah, it's uh, Tim Tam Stardard's play about Seinfeld from the Soup Nazis' perspective. Well, that's exciting stuff. That's why Now, I'll take off my darkened sunglasses. I haven't described myself physically at all. I have a smoker's physique, and my hair looks like a toupee, but baby, don't worry. It happens to a lot of guys. It's just my natural hair. <laughs> also, I wear a tan suit with huge collars over my also big lapel. Other than that, that's all you need to know about how I look physically. Now, I'm going to take off my darkened sunglasses so you can see that my eyes have turned into little cash registers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's nice to see a man who can appreciate uh, a little art outside the box. Yeah, I've done a little bit of acting in uh, in my day, but I think all those those days are behind me. Although, <laughs> was working on a one man show for a while and uh, wasn't able to get funding. But uh, we took this at one of the dress rehearsals. Um, it's called Chinese Music, a jukebox musical evening of memories and other lies with Steely Dan, and I played both of them. Wow, you played both the dads. Yeah. That's exciting stuff. I love what I'm hearing. We simply must get lunch sometime. Lunch, dinner, brunch, big time winner. I'm down. Legs, I don't know if you know who you're talking to here, but I'm the guy who put the CSS Thumbsucker on the map, and I want to do the same thing for the CSS Cavalier. And I'm thinking, you're my guy. You're my Pacino. You're my Ryan O'Neill. <laughs> You ever seen Love Story? I'm obsessed with the movie Love Story. I'm the last living person who cares about the movie Love Story. Oh, look, I don't know. I I don't know if I'm leading man material. All right, that's fine. But somebody's got to be the leading man. And I, perhaps it's a Liberty Balboa shaped hole. I, that's that's not like a, that's not a, that's not a, I'm not saying no. Uh, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, uh, you know, if what I learn is you never say no. 
There's always a yes in there somewhere. Well, let me tell you the first rule about show business, Legs. I don't like what you just said, and I gotta tell you why I don't like what you just said. Because you become the mask, so you gotta be careful about whatever mask you put on. That's who you're gonna be. You put on a fake humble mask, you're gonna turn into a humble guy. I don't like that one bit. I need a star. I don't like it either. I don't want. I don't, I don't do want that. you to do that. Well, tell me what to do. I want you to ooze the magnetic screen presence that I know you have. I want you to get out there, and I want you to spend the rest of this episode making no apologies about who you are and how you're gonna be. If you wanna wow me, Billy Onassis, you gotta get out there and you gotta be legs loveless at an 11. Uh, I don't have anything prepared, but I could. I think I remember a monologue I did once. If you want something now. Well, let the audition begin. I haven't agreed to anything yet. All right, this is uh, Tony Lip from uh, a play I was in that was based on an old uh, Earth film called The Green Book. The world's full <laughs> of lonely people afraid to make the first move. You know, my father used to say, whatever you do, do it 100%. When you work, work. When you laugh, laugh. When you eat, eat like it's your last meal. I feel like I'm in Sicily. Cut, lights up, standing ovation. Fantastic, you got the part. As far as I'm concerned, you're the ship's new captain. And I mean that. I'm old friends with Captain Cal's sisters. All right, look, I don't know if this is going to go over very well with the crew. There's you know, processes and protocols. I mean, listen, I'm a bit of a hotshot, but I don't want to get sucked out the airlock. You know what I mean? Well, maybe you don't. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't want to get sucked out of the airlock, but who knows what's on the other side of that golden rainbow. I'm telling you, Captain Cal's sisters, he and I, look, he's a dignified guy. I don't want to tell tales out of school, but I've seen Captain Cal's sisters and just some crazy things. That's not a guy who ever worried about how other people thought about him. So if you got all this worry in your heart, it's not going to work, baby. <laughs> Listen, if there's one thing I don't do, it's worry. Let him kill me. That's, I'm, that's actually cool, cool with, with me. you to die? To die. At the sound of that, you hear a uh, thread count whirring. He's waking up, and so he's clicking and whirring. The Threat Count 900 is an android who looks like a man with the worst fake skin money should not be able to buy. And it didn't. He was built by the government. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, gentlemen. While I was powered down, I confess I was able to run over the recordings of everything you said in a matter of seconds. Lex, this may surprise you, but... I do not think that you should die for taking the role of the captain. In fact, this is a role that is sorely needed on this ship. We are in dire need of hierarchy, of command, of reasons not to send missions that are full of the wrong types of doctors or priests or whoever happens to be <laughs> not working in the kitchen that day. This ship needs leadership, and I see no reason why it shouldn't be you. Well, that makes two of you. Just to reiterate, I don't mind dying. He doesn't mind dying. No. Wow, this guy, what a surprising man, and an exciting one, too. So, with this over here, yeah. this is just a big view screen where you can see, like, where an enemy can just, like, sort of appear on this screen and make demands. Yeah, you've you got cameras all over the ship and everything. All over the ship. Now, those cameras, are they always on? Uh, yeah. Let's say the ship's agent loved to uh, go skiing. Would that have been something that the ship saw? Yes, I did. Okay, well, very well. <laughs> Luckily, drugs are destigmatized at this late year. Yes, of course. So, never mind. There's no reason why you should refer to your cocaine habit as skiing. It's you know what? Let's just let's just call it what it is. Do I love to do cocaine? <laughs> you tell me. We cut to Billy Onassis <laughs> in the Hollow Suite. We're in a simulation of a big ski resort, and Billy Onassis is is standing uh, tentatively at the top of a bunny slope. All right, so computer, maybe I wasn't exactly clear when I said I want to go skiing and I want to have the time of my life on a wild ski trip. I was using a slang. And that is how I and the ship learned the slang. Well, it all checks out. Is there anything else that you'd like to see, Billy? Perhaps teleporters? Gigantic caches of weapons? I'm an open book. A notebook, and I want all everything written down in it. I want to learn everything I can about this ship. As it is, I've just been working willy-nilly behind the scenes trying to make something happen for this ship, but I don't even know how the ship works. I want to learn everything about the CSS Cavalier. That's why I've been working behind the scenes and sending morticians out on to save children. <laughs> that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> that guy had no business there. Well, over here, we've got a little kitchenette. We like to have, uh, you know, some snacks sometimes. Hey, even guys like me get a little snacky every once in a while. 
Uh, Liberty Balboa, you know, uh, Mr. Mr. Food himself will come up and uh, he'll do a little omelet bar or like a cheesesteak sandwich. He's, he's all right, but you know, he's from uh, Philadelphia. I know all about Philadelphia. Oh, you spent some time there? I'm sorry. No, it was, I had a lovely time in Philadelphia. You won't hear me say really? a single bad thing about Liberty Balboa. <laughs> oh, sure. He's one of the good ones. Of course. There's a lot of good ones on this ship. I could name them all, but I've forgotten some of them. One of the tech ensigns, Ensign Miles Pillow, waves to thread count. Uh, sir? Sir, uh, we're getting an error over here. Um, there's a file the patching program hadn't accounted for, and it, it seems to be behind our most secure firewalls. I'm trying to override it, but I- I'm not having much luck. I see. And have you taken into account how big the dog is you are to be cleaning today? No, I... I, I, I... And uh, he turns around and gives a, a long, slow wink to Billy. <laughs> oh, third count. I have no idea what reference you're making there, but I love what you're doing. You're speaking a language I don't quite speak. Fill me in, won't you? I told you all about skiing. What's going on with this dog joke? Oh, it's the only way to explain uh, the tactical minutia to humans. Oh, I get it. I get it, Three Count. You're a robot? Yes. You're a robot. I'm a human. So there's a there's always going to be a little bit of a language disconnect. That's very exciting stuff. Just think of it as washing a big dog. And that I will. While this thrilling conversation was happening, Ensign Pillow had turned back and tried to give more suds to that big dog. He, he's mad at himself. You know, he hadn't accounted for that. It is his first week on the tech post after all, but boy, he's got his whole concilium career ahead of him and he's going to get this right. But then there's a crackle as a flash of wild blue energy zaps from Ensign Pillow's station and hits him square in the chest. Before his sizzled body even hits the floor, you know he's gone. You saw his skeleton a couple of times on the way down. That's not how you wash a dog. Before you even have time to react, heavy bulkheads slam shut over each of the doors leading out of the bridge. The lights dim as the friendly, familiar voice of the computer announces, Alert. Invasion. Sisters Intruder Protocol Alpha engaged. You're all bathed in the light of the view screen as your deceased captain, Cal Sisters, appears. But he's dead, you think. And then you remember, this was probably recorded before he died. The captain speaks. Greetings, Corexian and Vermonter invaders. My name is Cal Sisters, but you can address me as Captain. That's right, I'm the leader around here, and I'd like to think my beloved crew put up one hell of a fight before you reached my bridge. Yes, you're probably standing over the broken circuits of Threadcount 900, or the discarded viscera of Legs Loveless right now. They were both like sons to me. Oh. Though, I could never tell them that. And I'll have my revenge. How, you ask? By retaking control of the ship. By this point, I've probably escaped to the ship's battle bridge, and am taking further actions to undermine you. But I've automated a few things to make this interesting. Now, usually I'm not a fan of irony, but in this one case, I'll make an exception. The view screen clicks off, and you hear a hissing above you as some vents in the bridge's ceiling open up, and maple syrup begins to pour down onto the floor of the bridge. Perhaps way too much maple syrup? It's already beginning to rise. That's why the ship had those maple syrup reserves. The captain had an ironic punishment in mind for any sort of invading Corexian or Vermonters. <laughs> a wicked sense of humor, even in death. He really did. Billy Onassis here again. I'm Billy Onassis now. I, I sound very similar to the captain because we're old friends, so it's narratively excused. But, uh, I mean, what a screen presence that guy had. Am I, am I wrong? That was what hell of a captain. There's a big shoes to fill legs. Uh, he was a little on the nose. I think I'm a little more idiosyncratic. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's like Harrison Ford doing Shatner. Gentlemen, the maple syrup is getting awfully deep. Yes, the charred body of Ensign Pillow is already being submerged. It's it's about seven, eight inches of thick maple syrup. Oh, God, he'll be perfectly preserved in the maple syrup amber. Computer. Jurassic Park vibes. There's no response. Computer. There's no response. I think the maple syrup is jamming up that computer. Thread count, what the hell? I'm taking a look and I believe what's happened is that the computer will not listen to us as Captain Cal Sisters has programmed it from beyond the grave to believe that we are intruders and maybe even hostages under duress. It can't trust us. And we disabled all the external hardwire ports. You can't even plug in. We're dead in the water. Or should I say, we're in trouble. 
God damn it. The Greeks gave us so much. Why'd they have to give us tragedy? <laughs> Wait a minute. Greek. Greece. Grease trap. Now you're talking, baby. Liberty's kitchenette. We didn't install Liberty's kitchenette until after Captain Sisters was dead. And when we installed it, we had to install a drain so he could wash dishes in the sink here. Oh, legs, you ought to be in pictures. Moving pictures, let's get out of here. Sure, but first, we can open up the drain and drain out the maple syrup. Oh, sure, sure, I was already on board. Look, I don't know too much of that technical mumbo-jumbo. I'm just a story guy, and the story is saying, let's go. But the kitchenette's bolted to the floor of the bridge. We'll have to rip it up. I don't know the technical mumbo-jumbo, Aries. You don't know what bolts are? The maple Not syrup really. is up to your waist. And the body of Ensign Pillow is floating <laughs> around the bridge. Jesus Christ, I was I was fine saying goodbye to these pants, but the jacket too? Ah, my fine Italian suit. Listen, I don't care if I live or die. That's how free of worry and concern I am. But also, thread count. Maybe your android body has enough torque to lift the kitchenette off the floor of the bridge. Thread count is uh, trudging his way through the Vermont grade B syrup? Grade A? He can't tell. Rich, robust? No time for tasting it. Thread count, in that moment, you realize it's Captain Sisters. Of course it was grade A. Uh, what a good man. The best taste even to his worst enemies. And his sons that he's killing? I'll have to process this later in robotherapy, assuming we survive. And then Thread Count rips open the uh, the kitchenette to expose the grease traps and open them up for the maple syrup. Make a laser's roll. I got a five. It's a failure. Thread count, you go to do this, but in order to, like, rip this sink out, you have to plunge your android hands into this fast-rising pool of maple syrup that's surrounding you. And as it does, the syrup is getting into your joints and gumming them up. You're losing grip. You're losing strength. You're sticky. You're so sticky. Bad news, boys. I was not designed for silver. Whoa! Oh, wait, quick. I know what to do. Uh, and I, 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 I run over to thread count. You're not running. Uh, you can't run. Fuck. I s- <laughs> well, actually, Joe, they've done experiments, and you can move at the same speed through syrup as you can through water. Well, you can't run through water. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Legs does that move where he brings his feet up really high over the, you know, like when a kid runs into the ocean. Like a young Buster Keaton. <laughs> Legs trudges over and does like a fireman's carry to thread count and drags him over to like a big panel in the wall. And he opens up a little panel and he pulls the handle and the door pops open and there's a big bag of rice in there. And he lifts up and puts thread count in the bag of rice. <sighs> we had to start keeping one of these on hand on the bridge because he kept spilling Gatorade <laughs> on himself. Hey, that was some quick thinking. Quick thinking. <laughs> quick. Yes, go with thinking. it. Go with quick. it. And I'm gonna put quick my. Thinking. I'm gonna do like an L7 with like both hands, like creating like a little like a little frame that I'm gonna look through as I watch legs. And go, yes, yes. Oh, there's my leading man, right? Yes, yes. Please, the suits are gonna love this. Quick thinking, like quick draining which is what it would be doing if we could move that kitchenette. Looks like it's up to me and you. Me? I'm not so much a physical guy, but I live. Sure, I can try. I try to hit the gym every once in a while, keep it tight for my wives. Listen, acting is simple. You just got to imagine you're the other person. Uh, Think about a sense memory of when you were younger and stronger. Oh, sure, I'm remembering that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I used to be. Oh, yeah, it was so lit. Hold it. Hold that thought. And they put their arms around the kitchenette. Action. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Use yeah. your sense memory, yeah. Billy. I'm remembering. Oh, God. <laughs> Action. Now oh, you're speaking my language. <laughs> okay, legs, you're attempting this. Billy is helping you. With everything I got. Make two lasers rolls. Oh, double failure. God, what troubles robot hands can sometimes even trouble... A human one? You're also sticky. You can't get that grip you need. You can't get that leverage you need to get that sink out of there. And, you know, you're losing more and more space. The syrup is up to your elbows. Meanwhile, as this is happening, Captain Sisters appears again on your view screen. 
You know, it occurs to me that it's possible that somehow this subroutine was accidentally triggered. If that's the <laughs> case, thread count, head over to your console and enter your security codes now. You have five seconds. But he's all the way over there. Five. You look at thread count and you can see that the bag of rice is becoming gorged with thick, gooey syrup draining out of the seams in his in his fake little body. <laughs> And he starts to uh, boot back up again. I am still too sneaky to walk over to my command center, but maybe. And then Thread Count starts to extend a telescopic arm uh, with a finger pointed outward to whiz over top of the uh, of the maple syrup and to his station and punch in the coat. Uh, make a lasers roll. <laughs> I got another five. I failed. I'm too sticky. Thread count. That one telescoping finger is able to fire off and and reach out. But again, the the syrup is still rising and it's already uh, submerged your station on the bridge. So as it's flying free, as soon as it plunges in to hit that console, why, it's Goop City. It's Goop City, I'm afraid. Goop City? Gentlemen, it's been an honor. Forget it, Thread Count, it's, it's Goop City, but I, I can help. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's taking phone calls. And what does taking and making phone calls I- entail? Why, it entails hearing numbers and then entering those numbers very quickly. Oh, the countdown, we gotta do this quickly. Thread Count, what's your number? I'm gonna dial it. The number is 817-code-thread-count-9. Is that child's play for me? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> And I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to try to enter all of that. We hear as Captain Calcisters counts down those seconds. Four. Billy, you're attempting to slosh your way back over to Thread Count Station, but it's all the way across the bridge. Can you make it? Well, I don't know, but I can certainly try. And so I try to do it. I try to slosh over that. <laughs> Joe, here's the thing. I'm going to try to do it, but can I make it? You tell me. We watch as Billy slowly walks across. He's he's trying his best. He's not the, you know, he's not the strongest, fittest member of the crew, but he's making his right. best effort. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the syrup is up to his shoulders. It's slow going. Oh, and then he's halfway there. We're down to three seconds. Three. And then, you know, it's funny. This actually reminds him of one time he and Cal. Well, I'll let him tell it. Oh my God, so this really reminds me what Cal and I, we ventured to the wine planet. It's, it's entirely covered in wine. It's red wine. And here's the thing, that planet, by the time that, that Cal and I got done with it, it was just a bottom of the sea planet, if you catch my drift. We drank all of the wine. I don't know how we survived. Oh, wait, sorry. Where, where Where's my head at? Oh, God, the countdown. Two. Uh, we've gone from three to two in the time it took for me to tell that story. I lost a lot of time. You know, speaking of losing time, Cal's sisters, he used to wear this golden watch. We don't know what happened to that watch. He stuck his hand. This is crazy. He stuck his hand inside. And what? You guys ever met the Bobobians? Intruder protocol reengaged. Ah, shoot. That was going to be a good one, too. <laughs> Billy, I don't care if I live or die, but uh, time is running out. Sure. Let's just say this movie's got a runtime of two seconds. Oh, that's a shorty if ever I've heard one. And I've seen some short people in my day. I've seen some tall people, too. I've lived a long life. <laughs> I've seen them wide and thin. <laughs> I've seen a one-dimensional man. He's just a point. <laughs> really, it was a dot. I don't know if he was a man or not. He was not able to communicate. Well, shoot. My love of stories has damned us all. Usually stories save us. They liberate us. You know, Billy, I figured you for a feature guy, not a documentarian, but something you said has the ring of truth to it. Drinking an ocean on a planet, drinking a lot of something. (laughs) We could drink the maple syrup that we're in. I know what you're thinking. It's too crazy to work. That's what they said about a double-stop slingshot maneuver around a binary star. And by God, around here we call that a Wednesday. So get gulping, dog. God damn it, that is what I was thinking. And I was wrong, Legs. I was very wrong. I'd love to get drinking this maple syrup. (laughs) Slurp. I just slammed my face down into the maple syrup. (laughs) I gotta say, everything we've come up with as a way to solve this problem until now has been, I think, reasonable and like physically sort of practical. And now we are gonna roll. It like it. <laughs> there's well, if what I said was was true earlier that I drank a planet, <laughs> sure, surely I've got this under control. If this show does nothing else, is that we we, we must respect the roles. 
That's right. That's true. You're going to try and drink all the syrup on the bridge. Everyone, make a feelings roll. (laughs) (laughs) I failed, of course. Success. I got a success. The syrup is now up to your neck, and, and Billy and Legs, you look to each other. This might be it. But with resolve, you face down, and you both take a big gulp of the syrup. Do you have what it takes? The quick answer is no. It's too much syrup. You can't possibly do this all. You're but men. And then you hear a whirring, a buzzing, and you see, you watch as Threadcount has fashioned his face into a sort of suction device and snaked one of his legs into the drain of the kitchen sink. And he is now pumping, pumping the syrup back out of the bridge. Maybe you won't have to eat all this syrup after all. Look at me. I am drinking as man do. Wow, incredible. Now, that's what I call teamwork. And you know that makes the dream work. Thread count is obviously doing a lot of it, but the four ounces of syrup that I drank, I'm sure, is going to seal the deal and give us this sorely needed win. We flash forward as Thread Count chugs up the very last drops of syrup. You're now back on dry bridge. Legs is standing in front of the bridge's pantry yeah. and is uh, uh, throwing paper towel rolls to Billy and to Threadcount. <laughs> Thank you, Legs. And uh, Threadcount starts to towel himself off, but he's still so sticky. Wow, this place is about to be Ant City. We got to get out of here. That's true. The ship has a terrible ant problem. All right, computer, open the doors. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me we're still stuck on the bridge? Yeah, we're still... Oh, hey, I got an idea. Hey, Threadcount. Yes, brother? In his little uh, post-mortem video address, uh, Captain Sisters, R.I.P. to a real one, he said something about a battle bridge. Now that, call me crazy, that sounds like a second bridge where you go to battle things. Do you know anything about this? Crazy. I do not know anything about this. There's no information on a battle bridge. I don't know anything about it. Hey. Billy, you said you served on the uh, CSS Thumbsucker, right? Yes, I did. I was their agent. I'm the guy who made the CSS Thumbsucker a household name. Did the Thumbsucker have a bat- bagel bridge? What was it? Yeah, no, that, not that I recall. I just knew the main bridge. <laughs> I mostly stayed in my quarters and I made the big phone calls. I also had a pool. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> hmm. Well, just, you know, reasoning from first principles, it sounds like there's a second secret bridge aboard the Cavalier. Something to do with battles. And if I'm Captain Sisters, I'll want a secret way to get from the Peace Bridge to the Battle Bridge. Let's start looking around for secret doors and passages. I'll pull this candelabra on the wall. Legs, I gotta be honest. We do. Taylor Moore is like, do not let the drink all the syrup thing work. And then he goes, let me pull the candle In every shot we've ever seen at the bridge, there have been candle sconces all along the back wall. We thought the set designer was And Legs crazy. goes up and starts pulling on You them. from five minutes ago would be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> they just repurposed sets from the Munsters. <laughs> <laughs> But do 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 do. All right, so let's let's start looking for secret buttons. I don't know. Legs, can I talk to you privately? Yeah, sure. I love the way you talk. I I love the way I talk too. I could listen to myself talk for an hour and a half easily. Hell, maybe I make an autobiographical documentary. At this rate, it would be called The Agent Stays on the Bridge. Legs, I'm getting a little bit sick of this. My nice Italian suit is covered in syrup. Maple syrup, one of the better kinds of syrup, but still, I don't want that on my suit. If this idea doesn't work, I'm going to Liberty Balboa. He's waiting in the wings. He's my leading man, okay? This is your last shot to impress me. I'm a nice guy, but if you piss me off, you make an enemy for life. You'll never work on this ship again, you got me, buddy. Liberty Balboa? Oh, yeah, he's ready to go. He's got all the charisma necessary. He's a character actor at best. Oh, please, you don't know what he's capable of. He has depth. That's been somewhat alluded to in his earlier appearances. He's definitely not just an up-jumped, one-shot character. I don't see it. But hey, look, I want to be in business with you. You hear me? Well, I hear you. But do I like what you're saying? That remains to be seen. Hey, Billy. I'm Billy. You love cocaine, right? Talk to me. What? Oh, I love cocaine. Love it. 
Eat it like candy. Do you have any sort I of eat it? Do you have any sort of like a a key or a weird wand or stick that you use to do little bits of it at a time? Yes, I do. I got it right here on me. And I take off one of my rings and I just I like click it and it like unfolds and becomes like a coke doing device. Beautiful. We don't have access to tools here, but that should be able to get the screws off any sort of cover we find. Oh, fantastic. My uh, secondary wife, this was our wedding ring, by the way. She doesn't know what it does. One day she'll find <laughs> Not out. Not second wife, secondary wife. Secondary wife. I married her first, but I told her big things are happening. Do you want to be a part of this or not? She did. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I got a Coke doing device. <laughs> Great, so you're going to use the coke doing device to search for a secret exit from the bridge. Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm, I'm prying every panel off the inside of the bridge. I need everyone to make a lasers roll. Yes. Success. Yes. I am rolling all failures tonight. Incredible. Chris. Fixes and fives all night, baby. <laughs> Breakout okay, explodes. Baby. He's about to. <laughs> Joe, I got my number. Oh, laser feelings. Taylor, congratulations. First of the night, do, do you want to ask a question? No, but I will. Wow. Do you Yes. Okay. So you spend hours looking for a way hours. out. You try every nook, every cranny of the bridge. You're, you're at a loss. You've opened every panel. You've unscrewed every floor panel. <laughs> you're, you're, you're rich with panels, but short on exits. There's, yeah, there's like power nodes and fiber optic cables. Yeah, like wires popping out of are everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, there's like an Apple box full of 1970s yeah. porno mags that yeah, we found yeah, under one of the yeah. floorboards. There's a, there's a telltale heart under there. <laughs> Probably nothing. <laughs> Legs, you're standing there in the center of the bridge at a loss. You don't know how to break it to the others that you might just be trapped here. When there's a little drop on your head, a sticky, goopy drop. And you look up and remember those vents, those pipes, the maple syrup came out of. Why? They're still open. How big are the vents, Joe? They're about the size of a man. Okay. So you had man-sized holes open in the walls uh -huh. and then let us search for hours looking for man-sized holes. Yes, and why I made you all actually experience those hours in life uh, is part of the the verite process of making oh, these those stars of space available wherever you get your podcasts. I've heard of method actors, but method GMs? I've also heard of them now. And I despise cinema verite. It is the movie making of accountants. Oh, hello. Somebody's got the heat. Thread count, I love it. Spicy. Of course, I love film. Uh, hey, fellas. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> look up. I count slowly, squeaks out the last globs of syrup in his neck joints as he creaks his head upward. <laughs> it was so difficult, but he can do it now. Oh, the vents. Yeah, Billy also looks up very slowly. Oh, God, you gotta be kidding me. We gotta go up those vents, baby. <laughs> if those vents were a Venusian python snake, would have bit us. <laughs> what a bunch of goofs we are. <laughs> Right here and right now, let's make a pact. We never tell anyone of this. All right, if no. anyone asks, we got out of there lickety-split, baby. Cut to a documentary being made 30 years later. Oh, we were it's... stuck in there for hours. We didn't know what we were doing. I tried snorting the... I think I tried... I forget everything that ever happens to me. Anyway, what I'm pretty sure happened was everyone... There were, I was in a room full of hot babes. <laughs> They were all kissing me. We we cut back to Legs is trying to push himself through one of the vents. His pants are coming down and his ass crack is in Billy's face. Ah, geez. I, just what I hate to see. A human ass. I'm an everything else man. <laughs> are you going to push or not back there? I'm fine. I'll push, but you got to pull. That's what I call Walla, baby. I'm in. I'm in the maple syrup tank. What do you see? A lot of instructions about how to work a maple syrup tank. <laughs> Paint a picture for me, baby. Come on. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, oh, hey. Yeah, there's a hatch in the top where he must have poured in the syrup. <laughs> All right, well, up I go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It opens when I push it. All right, let's all get up there. Thread count. I didn't know you were a cinephile. Can you lift me up? Yes, of course. I'm very strong. When not ruined with syrup. And uh, Thread Count tosses him right up into the hatch. Up, up I go. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Legs, you really did paint a picture here. Let's push that hatch open and let's get Thread Count up here. 
You know, I do some writing as well. A multi-hyphen. Those are very valuable. You're the first actor in history who wanted to do something more than act. <laughs> you know, I also think maybe in the future I'd like to do some line producing. Line producing? <laughs> <laughs> the most glamorous job that there is? Well, we'll see, we'll see. It takes a special kind to line produce. It's, it's all nepotism in line producing. <laughs> Any asshole can executive produce, but line producing, now that's a kind of love. Hello, my beloved listeners of Oh These, Those Stars of Space. Ooh, I just love talking to my favorite people in the whole world. You. It's me, Joe Lepore. GM, producer, visionary behind Oh These, Those Stars of Space. And I want to tell you a little something that you might not be familiar with. It's our Patreon! Come support us over there, guys. It's great. We put out, each and every month, a brand new Patreon-exclusive Oh These, Those Stars of Space adventure. One of those episodes you enjoy, well, we put out an extra one every month, but you got to be on the Patreon to hear it. And we got everybody over there. We got your Gelmeyers. We got your Thread Counts. We got your Katyas. We might even, from time to time, have your Groomdas. So what are you waiting for? Our Patreon tiers start at $5 a month, and that gets you access to every bonus episode we've put out so far. So we've put out like 10 episodes. That's 50 cents. Just 50 cents for each amazing audio adventure there is not a better deal in media my friends what are you waiting for please head over to patreon.com slash oh these those stars of space and subscribe today plus you'll get access to other stuff we do it we do do a chat show where we answer your questions we've got an amazing discord you can join where you can chat about the show chat about anything chat about star trek i don't care at our, our ten dollar tier we do watch along parties we do we throw up like a weird old sci-fi movie like and do like a little mystery science theater with the cast and you can watch along oh there's too much good stuff my friends please i urge you come check it out i'll see ya now let's get back to that amazing star adventure shall we All right, so we cut to us clamoring out the top of a maple syrup tank. Where are we, Joe? You step out of the maple syrup tank and find yourselves in a dark, cold hallway on deck 12. The regular lights aren't running. It seems we've switched to auxiliary power. And down the hall, why, it looks like you see the slumped-over bodies of a few of your Cavalier crew members. But you don't have much time to think about it because as soon as your feet touch the carpet... The computer chimes in. Sisters, intruder protocol, gamma engaged. So you've made it out of the bridge. All right, I'm impressed. You might be wondering, what happened to protocol beta? Truth is, I don't believe in betas. Anyways, now that you've made it to the hallways, you may be seeing some of your boarding party collapse on the floor. While you were trapped in the bridge, I took the liberty of venting a powerful sedative through the life support systems. All the better for me to wrest control from the secret battle bridge. But let me tell you, if there's one thing I do not want, it's you reaching my secret location. So I'm using the holozones to send a few friends your way. A special reminder of someone you've surely murdered by now. You hear a faint rumbling down the hallway. What could it be? And then you see it from around the corner. A charging herd of holographic legs lovelesses. I'm scared, but also I've masturbated to this a thousand times. I'm feeling a lot of things right now. Well then, legs, you're gonna know what to do. Take the lead, buddy. I don't know which legs to kill. I don't think that. I don't think you want me to do what. <laughs> I don't think that's what we. I don't, that's not what the moment calls for. Try really. it. Try it. Try. It. I'm desperate. Try anything, baby. Okay. And legs uh, runs and dives into the wave of himself and begins trying to make out with them. <laughs> make a feelings roll. Fail. Legs, you throw yourself upon the mercy of this herd, and you are quickly consumed. They trample you. You're being crushed by your own weight. Yes, these are uh, they. They may be holograms, but they have physical uh, form. They are. They have uh, physical strength, and you are being crushed and trod upon, stampeded even. Oh shit! Okay, tactically, maybe it wasn't the best idea to send our ally into an army shape that looks exactly like him. So now we can't visually identify him anymore. Yes, I don't know which one to shoot. 
Although the odds are in our favor, but for how long? And Threadcount cocks a gun out of his mouth. I'm on the floor! I'm the one on the floor. And I have confirmed they do not want what I want. Ugh, uh, ugh, mm. I haven't been this disabused of a fantasy since my fifth grade teacher gave me a spanking for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Because that was bad. Threadcount, what are you going to do with that gun mouth? Um, so as we all know, uh, Threadcount doesn't carry a standard issue vaser. <laughs> he has a lot of tools, including a weapon, that pops out of his mouth. And he fires a constant laser beam in like a sweep across the heads of the legs loveless hard light holograms. Oh, make a laser's roll. That is my first success of the evening. Hell yeah, he did it! Huzzah! Woo, 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 woo! Thread Count pops a big gun out of his unhinged jaw and unleashes a hot white with just a hazy red glare around a, let's say, uh, six-inch wide laser beam that does not end. And he just slowly turns his head like a terrible lawn sprinkler <laughs> zapping across all the legs loveless. And they are eviscerated. You know, if the grade A maple syrup was any indication, it's Captain Cal's sister's attention to detail. And so, of course, these holograms are all anatomically correct and accurate. So when the laser pierces them, they explode and splatter, just like the real legs might. After a moment of screams and agony, they all fall to the ground, dead. Thank you. No, no, those are going to be perfect stunt doubles for our leading man. We could have saved a few I do my own stunts. You do your own stunts? Yeah, like this one. And Legs hops up and then stands and then slips on the hologram blood and falls back down. (laughs) Physical comedy always gets the people smiling. Four quadrants, baby. We got physical comedy, physical attractiveness, mental comedy, and mental attractiveness. Legs, how are you doing following that stampede? Not good. Legs is, uh, I mean, he's a little banged up, but really like spiritually, you could, he like his, there's no blood on his face. He's very pale. Uh, he's trying to keep it together. <laughs> he's looking around at the decapitated bodies of a thousands of his uh, hologram twins. This doesn't bother me. Hey, you think that's bad? Well, you get your first bad review, baby. It'll stick with you. You gotta have a thick skin in this business. Are you gonna let this stop you or are you gonna keep going? Uh, keep going? That's right. I knew I liked you. Yeah. And thread count. I knew I was terrified of you. (laughs) Right on both counts. (laughs) I hate what I have done as well. In fact, I'm tempted to rewind my memory 30 seconds and wipe it out. Oh, I got a little something for that. Could you say you killed them? Of course, I'd be happy to. Thank you so much. I've already crossed my own personal moral event horizon. (laughs) Excellent. Just a moment. Gasp! What happened here? I killed them. How terrible. Thank you. Legs, are you okay? Yeah, buddy, I'm fine. Excellent. I'm looking forward to exploring more to how we are like brothers under our deceased father, <laughs> Captain Cal. Oh, that's good. That's a subplot. Let's go with it. Let's run. I don't know. Script is singing, seeming uh, pretty busy right now. I don't know if I got time for another subplot. Hey, we can fix it in post, baby. Let's just move now. Let's just get it while we can. <laughs> All right. Wait. Does anyone recognize this level? No, I don't know. When, I've never been to this part of the ship before. Hell, I barely leave my own quarters. I got a pool in there, I told you. I got a pool and multiple wives. This does not look familiar to me. Stands to reason that Captain Cal's sisters would have wanted a secret place to build his secret maple syrup tanks for his secret anti-invasion protocol. That could mean that the secret battle bridge is on this very deck. It may also stand to reason that it is in the very direction from which our holographic enemies came from as gods. If we simply march that way, we may find their origin. Secrets upon secrets. I love a political thriller. Let's do it, baby. Espionage, name of the game. Yeah, so do we want to go down the hall the way the uh, all the fake legs came from? Yes, and just as you begin to head in that direction, the comms crackle again. Uh, with the voice of your dearly departed captain. Well, it seems you've survived Protocol Gamma. All right, I'll give you that one. But I don't want to know what horrors you've committed to pull it off. Seems I'll have to try a little trick I call 
aft gravity. And immediately, the gravity of the ship shifts from beneath your feet to the back of the ship, the direction you're facing. And suddenly that long hallway you were preparing to walk down has become a nearly bottomless pit. Ah! Hang on! And Legs, using all of his arms, is going to try and grab onto Billy and Thread Count and one of the sconces. Uh, great, make a lasers roll. I failed. You grab onto everyone, but the sconces break. No! Oh, shoot, we're falling, 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 no! So Legs has grabbed all of the other two, right? Mm-hmm. You're a little bundle. I do have a holofoil parachute, but it's only good for one. We'll see if it works. Jesus Christ, man, try it, anything, please. Thread count uh, releases his foil parachute. Thread count, make a lasers roll. Another success. They're coming when they count. Poof, your foil parachute opens, and this time it works. For a moment, you wonder, will the rope support the weight of the three of you? And it does. You fall softly, 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 and finally reach the bottom. The end of the hallway. Thread Count retracts his parachute. And as you do, you feel the pull as gravity slowly reverts to normal. Well, goddamn, I thought we were goners. Am I happy to be wrong? <laughs> Maybe I am. Gonna take more than that to take care of old Thread Count and Legs Loveless. <laughs> On the Cavalier, the gravity getting switched up while everybody's unconscious? Uh, yeah, it's a day that ends in Y. Hey, that's every day. Oh, I love where your head's at. Oh, right. The other bodies. And then looks down the hall to see the thousands of bodies. <laughs> and we're killed. <laughs> I was just gonna say they all like they fall, like they're like they're shooting down the hallway now that it's like it's retracted itself, but they just kind of fall and flump forward. Yeah. They sort of uh jammed themselves. There was just sort of, you know, they they made like a, yeah. they were, oh, yeah. were too many legs to like make it all the way down. Um, like a clog in a drain. Yeah. <laughs> Saved by the very thing that makes my showers annoying. <laughs> I got long hair. I get a lot of clogs. Standing here, you take in your new surroundings and see that there is only one little offshoot of this hallway. You've never seen this before. It's just, a, you know, it's only a few feet. It's really a small vestibule. And there is a single door, a door marked BB. BB. Bathroom boys. Hmm. I was going to say brittle baby. Oh, we got rid of the brittle baby room. Makes sense. Oh, that's interesting. I was thinking perhaps Battle Bridge. Hmm. Well, it's got to be one of the three. All right. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> For who was right? Rock, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Well, I'm disqualified. <laughs> Ouch! What I did hurt. <laughs> Thread count, looks like you're right. This could be the battle bridge. Uh, Thread count opens the door. You walk in and see a vast space, practically the size of your own, what did Legs call it, peace bridge? There are a number of stations, but you have to admit the space looks unfinished. Many of them, though clearly tactical, with lots of space for uh, counts of torpedoes and, and uh, targeting systems are covered in dusty drop cloths. It seems this place was never used and maybe never completed, but instead you walk around and as you do, you realize the walls are not bare. In fact, they're simply covered, completely covered with pictures of each and every crew member of the Cavalier. The view screen, far larger than the view screen on the main bridge, clicks on and once more you see Captain Cal sisters. Father. Well, you've reached my battle bridge, the center of my power. Well done. You're more wily foes than I could have predicted. But in some ways, I've been leading you here all along. As you can see, it is the heart and soul of each and every crew member of this little ship they named the Cavalier. Look upon these beautiful faces, each and every one of them. Even Albany Kids Benue. How could they be your enemies? In a way, they're all the children I never had. I'm sure you're feeling something now. You've seen your others, and you have discovered that this fight is not worth fighting. I'm sure even you Vermonters have some humanity left, don't you? Your surrender is accepted, and I'll see you down in the Pleasure Dome for a drink. On me. Intruder <laughs> protocol disengaged. 
What a beautiful soul that man had. Truly. Did he say that everyone on the ship was his children? Every single one of us. And I think that's beautiful because I noticed I had been excluded from the initial time when he was talking about his children. I love that man. He was actually more kind of a brother to me. Uh, We saw each other as peers and our dads were dating. (laughs) Uh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That detail from the pilot. (laughs) (sighs) What's the point of all this old junk anyway? Just a dead man's toys we forgot to click. Wait. And then we see that Legs has seen the legs section of the wall. (laughs) And there it is. There's a photograph of the only public just kind of working it out performance of Chinese music, a jukebox musical evening of memories and other lives with Steely Dan and legs is there. And he's in the photograph, it's black and white and he's gesticulating to an audience of a few people. And he's wearing a big fake Donald Fagan nose. (laughs) But Captain Sisters said he couldn't make it to that show. I guess he was there in the back, watching from the darkness. And taking pictures of you. <laughs> yeah, I guess he could have got the picture from anybody. He took No, it seems like he was there and he took a secret picture of you. And then he put it <laughs> up in a, a location which you were not told about. Now that's an yeah. exciting guy. But leg, legs, that's all great. But thread count, you seemed really shaken by the idea that you weren't special. Is that true? Thread Count is distracted. He's not really listening. He's searching the walls of all the photos of the crew. I can't seem to find any photos of myself here. (laughs) I suppose it makes sense. I'm more like the furniture than I am the crew, really. Just another one of the machines here. But, oh, what's that? And Thread Count hones in on a picture that looks like Cal Sisters uh, is uh, on, uh, on some planet, but there isn't another crew member there. That's interesting. It appears this is a photo of Cal's sisters all by himself. It's some sort of, oh, he's at a sentientanium mine, and it appears he's holding a, a chunk of it rather proudly. Well, that's strange. I'm made of sentientanium. Wait, that's the rare mineral that makes you unique and gives you your special abilities? No way. Here, look, it's probably just some dust on the picture frame. Here, well, I'll use one of these drop cloths and we'll simply clean it off. Now, wait a second. That's quite a bit of drop cloth. Oh, yeah. It looks like it's being used to cover something about man-sized. Ought to be enough to clean a picture frame. If I know one thing, it's that. When you're right, you're right. Now, let's pull off that drop cloth. See what's under. <laughs> Here we go. And a one, and a two, and a we know what to do. <laughs> and he takes the drop cloth off, and underneath, we see... Another thread count with its head <laughs> open, its chest cavity splayed, electric parts, uh, 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 dusty. I know that there's a drop cloth on it, but the dust got inside the drop cloth and the parts are dusty and it sits there unactivated, unused for who knows how long. What the fuck is this? This is it. No, this is. And I do the thing again with the L7s making the picture, but I'm just looking at thread count now. And I go, oh my God. Legs, I'm sorry, baby, but. You're not the man for this part. It's all about Fred Count, Fred Count 900. The father you never knew you had, the brother you never knew was just sitting here. It's a story about families. It's a picture about families, all four quadrants right there. The the mother, the father, the two kids. That's a family. Oh my, this, legs, legs, I'm sorry. You're, you're out of the picture. Fred Count, you're my leading man. I don't see why discovering a horrific clone of myself makes me better suited to be captain than legs. It's not about being a captain. It's about being the main character. That's the really important part of the thing. You're the main character. This is like a Philip K. Dick novel. I'll be the first person to adapt it into a movie. Interesting. It would require me to explore abilities to connect with the viewer, the audience, of course. Right, we'll hire an acting coach, of course. Oh, excellent. But... Try with legs, please. I can see he wants it. Of course. And I'm dealing with a way bigger thing right now. And he's just staring at the other thread count. 
we see where you're staring and on the back of the uh the robot that was under the uh drop cloth where the name plate is mm-hmm. uh it, you know it says like on you it just says tc900 but on the back of this one it says tc900 but in front of it has been scrawled the word scion that's fine listen i don't want to i don't want a movie anyway <laughs> my life a movie <laughs> <laughs> You keep doing what you do for the Cavalier. It's important. There's no one in this world more important than storytellers, except for agents, managers, and press relation professionals. Now that's where you're right. Stories are what bind us. They're what make us human. They're what separate us from the animals. And who is more important than the storytellers? The people who let you tell the stories and the people who go to meetings. <laughs> you hear a hiss from above you as some vents open and maple syrup begins pouring out. Oh no, my suit that was already ruined. Oh God damn it. Is this the thanks I get for allowing stories to be told? Hmm. What adventure lies next amongst, oh these, those stars of space? Oh, these, those stars of space stars Ali Fisher, Branson Reese, Carly Minardo, Christopher Hastings, Taylor Moore, Tim Platt, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Oh, these, those stars of space is edited by Sam Grant, designed by Joe Lepore, and produced by Joe Lepore and Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse. With the support of our patrons and our rear admiral, Lucas Wagner, our theme and additional music is composed by Huge Today. See you next time, Cosmic Voyagers, for another story from Oh These, Those Stars of Space. Space.